Welcome to 9 to 5 Mac Daily for Thursday, January 22nd, 2022. That pause is me second-guessing myself on the day of the week. Hey, I'm it's hard by, this time of year. It's hard yeah. this time of year. Yeah, I'm joined by Seth Krakowski, your friendly neighborhood audio editor of this podcast. And I am Zach Hall filling in for Chance Miller uh, this week. Today, we've got a few stories that are pretty interesting, especially over this time of the year when news is slower. Uh, first off is DaVinci Resolve is now available for the iPad. That is the like super powerful video editor that has been on the Mac. It's like an industrial favorite, industry favorite, um, you know, works with Black Cloud Magic or Black Magic Cloud, et cetera. So um, it's, it's been <laughs> previewed before. It was shown off at the October uh, event or not October. When was it? I don't know. Anyway, it was shown off You're when the last... you me? I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> it was October, right? When the iPads were, were, really, were announced. That sounds right. That sounds yeah, right. Yeah, sounds pretty good. So it was shown off at the October event. It was shown off with the iPad Pros. Um, it's a pricier app. I mean, it's free to download. You can, you can do that for free. Uh, but it uh, it... It costs $95 effectively. There's a single in-app purchase to unlock the full version. So you get some features for free. But again, it's like a serious pro app, the kind we wish Apple would make for iPad. Um, requires iOS 16. They recommend, the developers recommend using uh, uh, the app on an M1 chip or later. So that's um, the last two iPad Pros and the iPad Air as well. So that's where you get your best performance. Um, some features like external display and ProRes require the M1 chip. So there's that. Uh, and Blackmagic Design, they, they flag some features like uh, same color correction as you get from the Mac. Editing tools used on Hollywood Films, now on iPad. And uh, Blackmagic Cloud Multi-User Collaboration. AI-based Magic Mask, Voice Isolation dialogue leveler and more so that's pretty exciting this is one of those apps where it's like the difference in an in a mac and an ipad is you couldn't use this app on an ipad before and it, and it seems like from what i've you know read and from what uh, people are uh, seeing is is that this is the real deal so i kind of joke that it's like <laughs> this app made the ipad into a real computer now so that was our angle i can't wait that. for all the reviews that say here's how to use your ipad as a mac finally and then it's be edited on a mac studio <laughs> uh i mean there and there also have been like pretty good video editing apps on the ipad um one is a, a, I believe filmic pro is a good one so there's some good alternatives out there but this you know if you're serious about it and, you, and you're in the black magic ecosystem already then I think $95 for the uh, app on the iPad, especially the iPad Pro, is pretty reasonable compared to what, it, you know, some higher. Like, <laughs> you can spend $500 on a Mac app sometimes. So, uh, <laughs> Are you, is this going to make you go back to uh, uh, the, the iPad lifestyle? No, I love the Mac. You probably can record <laughs> audio through this. No, you can't. In other news... <laughs> there is a new law being proposed by the European Union. This is one of those consumer protection laws that would force Apple to do things that they probably don't want to do. Specifically, this is a law that proposes 
requiring all batteries to be easily replaceable by consumers. So the idea there is you buy an iPhone, you want to replace the battery. It's is it's something you're able to do on your own reasonably well, like easily without going through support channels. Um, they say uh, three and a half years after the entry into force of the legislation, portable batteries and appliances must be designed so that consumers can easily remove and replace them themselves. So that would be more like the days of the MacBook and iBook having supplable batteries, <laughs> but on an Fall iPhone. Back in those days. Yeah, I, I think in reality, and, and our, our colleague Ben Lovejoy covered the story on Nine to Five Mac. Um, I think in reality, what would happen, and he, and he suggested as well, is that Apple would cite the self-service repair program, which allows you to buy the battery and all of the tools to do it. It's just not like swappable, <laughs> like and a laptop battery used to, to be. All the YouTubers who did videos, as I see, and there's tutorials on how to do it too. Yeah, and and I mean, and they say all. But they're talking about portable batteries and appliances, so that would probably mean Macs as well, iPads as I mean, well, and, and watches, right? That includes the watches Watch, as well. Which yeah, I mean, I just saw a teardown of the the Apple Watch Ultra, and like, there's no way you can make that usable. It's the last thing that comes out of it, right? It's the battery. Yeah, it is the final thing that pops out. So maybe they just throw a button battery in the back and just call it a day, and you get like yeah. one hour of battery life. Well, the one the one good thing is that AirTags. <laughs> they're they're already good to go it's yeah, it's a have consu- one product consumer replaceable it, battery in the system oh and the uh and the ipod uh ipod hi-fi right the ipod hi-fi yeah long discontinued even before the HomePod, but it has uh it, <laughs> i mean it's a powered by the wall speaker but it's also a portable speaker or it was a portable speaker that ran on 6d batteries that's a lot of weight to an already heavy, yeah. quote unquote, portable speaker. Portable. It has handles. So, yeah, portable. All you need is a handle on it and it's portable. Yeah, I, I, it would be a really cool mod to see somebody put a an actual like lithium ion rechargeable battery, convert the back of the iPod Hi-Fi into that. And it would actually be portable again. I don't know where you buy D batteries in bulk without being questioned by the police. So that's what I have. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna see zach if you're, if you're in paluxy you're gonna see zach just walking down the uh the beach with his ipod hi-fi blurring some uh some i wonder if the batteries were sold separately whenever apple was selling it new i bet they were that's i guarantee they were because it was powered by the wall that was the intended use that's this true a feature we are sponsored today by security spy one of the leading makers of cctv or video surveillance software for mac os we all want to feel safe and secure And that's exactly what a video surveillance system at your home or your business can provide. Security Spy is software designed for the Apple ecosystem from the ground up that allows you to create a professional quality video surveillance system with easy setup, no specialist hardware, and no ongoing subscription fees. With just some standard IP cameras connected to your Mac that runs the Security Spy software, you can set up a security system with Apple Home integration, recording features, artificial intelligence, and so much more. Hit the link in the show notes to check out Security Spy and get 20% off your order. Just use the code DAILY at checkout. My thanks to Security Spy for their support of 9to5Mac Daily. Yeah, uh, finally, we've got news on the NFL Sunday ticket streaming deal. 
Apple's been in negotiations with the NFL for months to secure the rights to NFL Sunday Ticket, which is most Sunday afternoon uh, football games throughout the season. For the last forever, DirecTV, the satellite provider, has had this uh, deal. They didn't want to renew it this year, or the NFL didn't want to. So they they it was it was known that DirecTV would not participate in this. So it was like Disney and Amazon and Apple. Amazon already has involvement with NFL. They have Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. Disney has Monday Night Football with ESPN. For Google, I don't think Google had anything to do with NFL before. Neither did Apple. Apple is sponsoring the halftime Super Bowl this year. So that's something. They're replacing Pepsi for that as Apple Music. Um, but uh, this is all for next year going forward. Google has won the auction or, or they won the bid. They made the deal um, the problem wasn't quite the money, it seems. Apple did want a lot of things that NFL wanted to sell separately or weren't including at all. Like Apple really wants to sell its sports packages internationally. And I think this is US only. So that was one thing. Um, one of the bigger things here is that Apple seemingly wanted this, this this comes via the athletic uh daniel kaplan at the athletic um a quote apple and the nfl also could not agree on whether the company would get the right to distribute sunday ticket on as yet non-existent platforms so that's vr <laughs> unless we think apple car uh that's vr and, and i think that's true i mean apple bought this company called um next vr a couple of years ago and it was dedicated to making nba games etc streamable through virtual reality um so vr headsets vr cameras etc obviously apple want to be have the option to do that for the nfl and that would be you know when apple makes a headset supposed to come out next year uh that would be a good selling point for the headset but in this case they they could not get that that deal so um it's i wonder if nfl will sell VR streaming separately, or they'll just charge Google for it. Uh, Google's going to to distribute this uh, via YouTube, but not like YouTube.com. It will be through YouTube TV, which is the sort of cable or satellite replacement service where you have a package with all the usual suspects as channels. Um, it, it also, uh, it's been officially announced now since, since reporting this morning. Um, it will be available also as an add-on service and YouTube or Google is doing a new thing called YouTube premium channels. And this is the first one. NFL Sunday ticket will be the first one. <laughs> so, um, my brother, yeah. my brother will be happy about this because he has YouTube TV and, uh, I was kind of pushing him like, Oh, you're gonna have to make the Twitch to Apple TV officially. <laughs> and he's a big YouTube TV guy. So he's going to be happy. Yeah. And, and of course it won't be like software. Yeah. And of course it won't just be included with YouTube TV. It'll be an add on uh, fee, but I do like the option that if you don't have YouTube TV, you'll be able to buy the package on its own, probably for something like $200 a year, $300 a year um, or per season. But that's good. I, I like that because I use Hulu live TV as my cable TV replacement and sports viewing solution. Um, so, and I guess NFL ticket, Sunday ticket is, is you get all the games without having to worry about the blackouts. So that's, that's nice. Uh, and it'll be something I could potentially buy separately from, from Hulu with live TV. Now in terms of Apple, I mean, it's a shame that they were the top contender for this all year long and they just couldn't 
reach a deal and then Google was the fallback. I think Google was also like a late entry into negotiations. So maybe they rang Google up, the NFL rang Google up whenever Apple was giving them so many problems. But um, I thought it, I thought that Google had something to do with the the Super Bowl. Not that like a few when they first came out, it was the Super Bowl was NBA finals. They, they have some sports uh, stuff uh, under their belt. But um, yeah, I mean, I see when, when I go to Saints games, I see Meta advertised heavily around the stadium. I think they're, you know, an NFL sponsor of some sort. So there's, there's a lot of ways that that, you know, technology companies are involved. But this is substantial, like, like the Super Bowl like, to come up and they're going to have to do this, the rights to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and Apple, imagine if Apple TV gets the, all the sole broadcast right for you guys only goes to one person. I think, I think it's only one channel gets that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's what we had today. That's the, uh, nine to five night daily podcast for this Wednesday, December, no, Thursday. I was so close to getting the date, right? I thought today was Wednesday all day too. So it's not, fine. is it? It's not Wednesday. It's, it's Thursday, it's right? Thursday. Yeah. I yeah. mean, tomorrow's Friday, which is pretty cool. Christmas Eve Saturday, Christmas Day Sunday. Pretty tomorrow's happy hour day. That's true. It's been recorded. It's in the can, waiting for you to put it out. Yep. So uh, Seth and I will be back uh, tomorrow, Friday, <laughs> for the final episode of the week. And uh, we thank everyone for subscribing, for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you all later. Bye.